As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. friends. Welcome to Ask Raphael. The Archangel is standing by ready to answer your questions and I want to thank you for those questions because they have made me want to go back and reorganize many of the uh, metaphysical and spiritual books that Raphael and I have written. And so we are going to be putting out four books that will be entitled Raphael Speaks and it will be rather exciting. I'm, I'm just so happy to be able to share it with you. And it, today, I'm going to speak about one of the books that is called Life in Three Dimensions. And this was put out quite a while ago And I, when I first started channeling Raphael. Now, channeling means that I go into a very, very deep trance state and allow Raphael to use my voice to speak to others. So I'm kind of like a little spirit or a ball of energy that is outside of my body looking on. And Raphael uses my body to speak. I know it may sound kind of spooky and, and scary, but it isn't. It was the most and is the most beautiful experience I've ever had in my life. And so this book that I'm reading from is Life in Three Dimensions, Merging Dimensions, The Soul, the Spirit, and the Physical Worlds. And today, I want to talk about the first, there are seven realms of the spirit dimension. 
And Raphael talks about that. So let me read that to you. Raphael says, Let us attempt to put into human terms an overview of those realms within the dimension of spirit. In each of the realms, spirits will create a world that is the idyllic vision of their physical life. Beginner souls would create a heaven where they can eat all they want and not get fat, party all night without getting tired, or become the great movie star they always dreamed about. On the other hand, those who loved competitive sports might be disappointed because the spirit can win every game. The golf ball would be a hole-in-one every time. The entity would soon lose interest and turn to other kinds of social activities. Those who feel the need to duplicate the physical world would likely be found within the first or second frequency vibrations of any realm within the spirit dimension that we will describe. The first realm initiates the spirit into the world of this dimension and reflects the spirit's comfort zone. The second frequency within the first realm of the spirit dimension might reflect the spirit's advancement through his creation of a cottage in the woods or mountains. This is far away from the first frequency of those who need excitement and entertainment. Each increase in frequency reflects the soul's knowledge and use of the elements of God. But basically, this first realm is a period of rest and recovery from the physical life. The second spirit realm is a focus on nature. And in the next realm of vibration, as this is called, these, those entities who are more interested in Earth's nature will create an abundance of flowers or a vegetable garden, and some more advanced souls who gravitate toward this vibration are filled with love for Mother Earth and use their time in the higher frequencies of this realm to find solutions for her problems. The next realm is, again, we, it goes on to talk about seven different realms, so I'm not going to go into it, but the third realm is of the spirit dimension is the focus on re- recreation. They actually do play over there. The fourth spirit realm is a focus on love, whereas the fifth spirit realm is a focus on communication. They learn to communicate with those of us still on the planet. And so the, the sixth spiritual realm is a focus on projecting ideas to those who are here in, this, in the physical world. Now, these are not evil spirits. These are, you must understand, these are spirits who have gone to heaven. And this would be like seven levels of heaven. So the seventh spirit realm is a focus on detachment. And that is learning to let go of all of the things that they wanted or needed from the physical world. So questions are coming in. Can anyone do that? This is from California. And thank you again for putting your your state that you're from so that I can get an idea who's asking questions. And so can anyone do that? And what you're probably asking is can anyone channel Raphael? And there are many people that have. If you go online and look for channelers of Raphael, you'll probably find a lot others who do that. And some might be different than I am. It depends probably on their focus and how Raphael wants to present ideas for the people that surround them. So it may not always seem like the same Raphael, 
but indeed it is. And, you know, you ask, how can Raphael be in so many different places at once? Well, it's because on the other side, there is no time and space as we have here. And it's just like when you call upon Jesus the Christ, Jesus can be in anyone's head and heart at any time that this entity is called upon. And that is seemingly impossible because we are in a linear time state of existence, a much slower vibrating energy. But just like Jesus and all the saints can be invoked for help and they will hear you and they will try their best to answer your questions. But as far as being able to, quote, channel and bring their their in well, should I say their voice through you to someone else? That is not something that comes like if you haven't had a lot of experience in meditation, a lot of experience in studying the metaphysical worlds. And when I speak of metaphysics, I am talking about that which is beyond the physical. And this is why I'm rewriting all of the metaphysical books that Raphael and I have done, and we're putting them in a sequential order of understanding. So that whereas Life in Three Dimensions, which I read from you, was a whole bunch of information and a lot of people couldn't even begin to read it, and some of them said they had to put it down because it was just beyond what they knew at that moment in time. So we're trying, Raphael and I are trying to go back through and put out a beginning information book, something that would explain the basics of metaphysics beyond the physical world and explain how you are a soul, a vibrating energy that is created by God to explore the physical dimensions. And that's what you're doing. You're an explorer. And you come to this planet to explore the vibrations of this planet and the concepts and ideas of the people who are around you. And the evolution of this planet shows souls that have been coming here for eons of time beyond what we can even fathom. And so there is so much more to the non-physical world than any of us can ever comprehend And at one point in time, a friend of mine asked Raphael, I would like to know about the the beginnings of the universe and understand how the universe was formed. And Raphael said quite plainly, you would not understand if we tried to explain it to you. And she said, oh, yes, I really could. Please, I would like to know. So they did. And what they showed her were numbers. That it was all absolutely mathematical equations, which, of course, she backed off and said, yep, you're right, I don't understand it. And it made me laugh. And so that, so they answer your question, can anyone do channeling? A lot of people I have seen that are channeling people from the other side. That's a mistake that you can get into, that you may channel your grandmother or someone like that, and they will come through, and you will feel their presence, and that's a form of channeling. But to channel a higher entity like the Archangel Raphael is not something that just you can just jump into. <coughs> Excuse me. And so... Um, The question from Kentucky is, does this stuff take practice? Oh, yes. Many years of practice. And if it is part of the divine plan for your life, it'll happen. 
But if it isn't, relax and just enjoy learning about it from others. And that may be your goal for this lifetime, is just to gain as much knowledge about the non-physical worlds as you possibly can. And who knows, when you get to a point of understanding you may have an angel speak through you because there are lots of books out there of angels that have spoken through people. And there are other books out there of people who have really thought they were talking to God. And um, I won't mention any names because this person really believed it was God talking. And so um, the question again does this stuff take practice? Yes, I've answered that, I believe. And is it too hard to read? Oh, the, this book uh, that I just spoke of is uh, Life in Three Dimensions. For some people, if they have little knowledge about the other dimensions, it can be overwhelming because there's facts and and ideas that you haven't even looked at before. And that's what we're trying to do on this radio station. We're trying to help you learn the vocabulary of angels and learn the vocabulary of metaphysics beyond the physical world. And so we talk about other realms, other dimensions, and that's what we read to you about today, that actually when you go to, quote, heaven, and there is a dimension called heaven, there can be seven levels of that heaven. So, for example, a beginner soul who doesn't know anything about the non-physical world is going to want to have a world just like its physical world. And yet, a soul like mine would not want to be there with them. And so, there are, as Jesus said, in my Father's house, there are many mansions. And when he spoke of mansions, he was really talking about dimensions. And that is so that beginner souls that know very little about the other side will have an other side that is comfortable for them, whereas advanced souls like me will go to a dimension where it is far more compatible with what I already know. So I hope that helps you to understand. So do we ever explore different times in the planet or other planets? Mm, that's an interesting question. I'm going to have to think about that a minute. Do we ever explore different times in the planet? Well, yes, because when you learn to go into deep meditation, if you want to look at a past lifetime, for example, you ask your soul to reveal it. And if it is for your highest good, it will show you a past lifetime that might be um, affecting, if you will, a relationship that you're having now, that maybe the relationship has kind of gotten choppy waters, and it might be because of concepts and ideas that you spent with this entity in another lifetime. Or it might be, as for example, when people have phobias of dying uh, by falling off a cliff or drowning, it's likely because a previous lifetime, that's how they died. And so that fear that becomes a phobia in the present lifetime. So yes, there are many ex different things to explore in the non-physical world. So yes, it is also possible that you might explore another planet. Some people who have come into this planet have been on other planets. They've had a whole life experiences on another planet. And they've gained knowledge about the physical world 
because of that. They know how the physical dimension is a much slower vibrating dimension and that they have to use different tools of spirituality to know how to live among that kind of energy. So, If you are what they call a star child and you're from another planet, then you probably came in more advanced than a beginner soul who's never experienced a physical realm before. And let me give you an example of a a beginner soul who's never experienced a physical realm before. It would be possibly a child that has... um, mm, I forget what they call it right now, but they are so... um, enticed by the senses in their body that they don't want to be touched it's too it hurts too much to be touched and um maybe you can help me out with what i'm trying to say this kind of autistic that's it there's many degrees of autism but the very very um beginner um stage of autism could be where the child has uh, ears that are too sensitive, don't want to hear. They don't want to hear voices talking to them. They are, they are, their senses are overpowering them and they will rock and try to get used to this physical body and not understand what other people are saying to them. That's a beginner soul. That is an absolutely infant soul. And as, as you come in you go back out, let's say you have a very brief lifetime as an autistic child, and you go back out and you say to your soul friends, wow, that was interesting. I never knew how complicated the physical body was, and I'm not sure I want to go back in it again. It's sloshing with all this water and all of these senses that you don't know what to do with it and how to keep your body warm when it's cold and, and cold when it's hot. Ugh, that was so much to learn. And that's what an infant soul does. It learns about the physical body. So if that physical body gets into adulthood or at least to puberty and it finds out that it has sexual desires, it does not have any concept of the cause and effect of the choices they make. It's like, oh, okay, I want to figure out what this is, this sexual drive. And hey, you, will you have sex with me? And they get slapped across the face. They don't understand why. They're still exploring the physical body. And so when you can look at it like that, of the different stages of soul development, from infant to baby soul to teenager soul to mature soul full of emotions and wanting to experience all the emotions to an adult soul, this takes many, many lifetimes to develop. And there are souls upon the planet of all stages of this development. And in fact, your baby souls are those that are still involved in wars and in crimes of passion and in greed and all of the negative energies of the planet. They cannot be judged as an adult soul. You cannot expect them to know the rules of the game of the planet Earth. And so this is why God never judges anybody. God knows that soul is just a baby crawling around on planet Earth and putting everything in its mouth to satisfy its physical desires. So, okay, let's see. Okay, how do we know where we come from? That's something you'd have to have a reading to find out. You'd have to come and talk to Raphael. And again, 
just email me at angelbettyray at gmail.com and we'll set up a time when we can explore this and answer your question. So where do you come from? If you came from a star, you want to know that because then you're more advanced soul than somebody who's never been in a physical world before. So you can begin to see how we have different people with knowledge that seem to be wise. And that's part of the reason. Is their past life experiences both on this planet and if they've been on a previous planet? Now, of course, that comes to the conclusion that there is life on other planets. And let me tell you, it's a fact. There are many other planetary existences for souls to explore. All right. Now, there's the next question. Are we ever aware of our past lifetimes? Have you heard of deja vu? If you've experienced a deja vu, you meet a person and you swear you knew them before, but you never met them before, that's a past lifetime coming through. Or you've been in a place that gives you kind of the chills and you know you've been there before, but you don't know when. That's, again, deja vu. And so, yes, there are many different clues that are given to you throughout your lifetime. And especially when you meet people. Some people, when you meet them, you immediately kind of cringe and you don't like them, but you don't have any real reason for not liking them. They're nice people. At least you think they are, but you don't really think they are. That could come from a previous lifetime. And let's talk about when people have phobias. You know, people can be afraid of water. And there's no reason on earth at this moment in time for them to be afraid of water. But if they drowned in a past lifetime... Their soul is still working through that horrible experience because it remembers all of its deaths and it remembers all of its lifetimes. And sometimes that will sneak through in your previous, this lifetime that you're in now. So yes, you can get clues like that. And if you meet somebody that you like instantly, it's probably because you were buddies in another lifetime. And the same thing goes, if you don't like them, you could have been enemies in a previous lifetime. And believe me, I've read for enough people in their past lifetimes to explain some of the relationships they have in this, pre- this present day life. And that's sometimes what people call me for. It's just to find out why is it I can't stand my cousin or my whatever. And that's when Raphael reveal what happened with them in another lifetime that brought through the emotion but not the intellectual reason for it. So, yes, you can be aware of past lifetimes. And so here again, going back to when you go to heaven, and you will all go to heaven, because you would not be tuning in to this Ask Raphael station if you weren't an advanced enough soul to know the difference between good and evil, and to practice good as much as you can in your life. And that's all you need for a ticket to heaven, is to be, now, let me say to you this, I need to clarify. Everybody eventually goes to heaven. Yes, there can be a detour for those who don't want to let go of this life. They can get stuck in what Raphael calls the between world. They don't want to leave the money that they've earned and the gold that they've hidden. 
or, or a relationship that they are possessive of. They don't want to leave it, and so they haunt it. This is where you get spirits that are stuck in the physical world and don't know how to move on. They will eventually turn to the light. And there's a TV show that is... Um, that is, oh gosh, I can't even remember the name of it, but there's a TV show about a young woman that helps people get go to the light. Maybe you can remember what it is. It's really quite accurate. So if you tune into that, you'll begin to see how some people get stuck and some of the souls that get stuck are really into the negative part of the planet. They don't want to let go of the power of the negativity. They've learned to tap into that power and they don't want to let go of it. That would be what you would call hell. But no, there is no such thing as hell. There is a good movie that um, that you might want to find, and that is called When Dreams May Come. And it's with Robin Williams, and it talks about the afterlife. And it is according to his beliefs. He believed in the afterlife of hell, and so he had to go through hell to find his wife. He also believed in what is called purgatory, which is a teaching of the Catholic Church where I'm from. And it is not as it shows in that film. It was his belief of it, and it was belief of those who were trying to counsel him at that moment in time. So that's a great movie to look at. It's kind of scary in some ways when it shows hell, but on the other hand, there's one point where he falls out of this boat, and he's drowning, and then he thinks, wait a minute, I'm already dead. And so he comes bobbing up to the surface because it's all about his beliefs and his still emotions of fear or joy. So he eventually finds his wife in a horrible, dark place. And the story has a happy ending. So if you get to watch it, please do. And it will help you to see concepts of the other side. And concepts of how you take your beliefs to the other side with you. So if you believe that if you've committed a mortal sin and you're going to go to hell, then you'll experience what you believe hell will look like. That's not a happy thought, is it? (laughs) And so, what you believe is what you create on the other side. So begin checking your beliefs. And if you have a lot of fear, begin getting rid of it. Don't carry fear in your heart. When there is joy that is so wonderful and so abundant for you, it's blissful to understand you are a radiant being of light. You have a guardian angel that is there to enlighten you along your path. You have archangels that are there to bring you wisdom when you ask for it. You have souls on the other side who are like your cheering section, and I've seen them explained in um, bleachers where they're doing the wave. They're standing up and doing the wave. And it's not just those of your loved ones that have passed over, but it's your ancestors and it's other angels and guides that are cheering you on. Oh, my people, it is much more comfortable in your body when you look at the joy and the bliss. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of being a spiritual being that is part of God. And you are loved unconditionally by God that is within you and creates who you are by using your energy and your thoughts to allow you free will to experience anything you choose to experience. And if you choose to experience the dark side of your of your planetary earth, they call it the dark side of the moon. No. If you choose to experience that, that's fine. That will help you understand the bliss of the light. And so I'm waiting for more questions. I, have I missed something? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm open to your questions. So understand that you are first and foremost a being of divine light. And in God creating you, God gave you a guardian angel to help you explore the physical worlds. That's one of the purposes of being an incarnated soul. You take a portion of your soul's energy and put it into a physical body that your soul calls the, calls the vehicle of expression. Now, somebody from Tennessee said, how can we be in the light? Well, let me just say, you are in the light because you are the light, and the light is God. And so you are asking these questions. You are listening to Raphael. Your light grows brighter with every bit of negative, fearful energy that you let go of. Your light gets brighter and brighter till you become a lamplighter to other souls. And that is part of the reason why you are talking to Raphael in this, this wonderful radio station, W4WN Radio. And please spread the word. Tell other people about how they can have questions answered by an archangel. And please check out my webpage, Angel Betty Ray, A-N-D-R-A-P-H-A-E-L.com. And see the many books that are out there that I've put out there, and they're going to be revised now again, as I said. I'm always pouring angel energy through me to others. And this is why, since I no longer charge for any of my readings, I have been swamped with readings. And it is good. 
And I do plan to schedule time for myself because I have other work to do for Raphael. And that is now revising four books that will soon be out. And it will be called um, Raphael Speaks. Because in it, I will channel Raphael to speak directly about the book and as we go along about how you can be a happier person. So how can you be in the light? By knowing you are already there, by rejoicing in that, by raising your emotional barometer up into bliss and joy and happiness and not allowing any negative energy to enter through you to your soul because then that dims your light. And so your main purpose for being here as a soul is not just to explore the physical worlds, but your main purpose is to keep your energy high and full of joy and happiness and and gratefulness that you are allowed to explore this physical world and to learn how to be a creator with God. You are a co-creator with God and you are a divine light for you are a portion of God's energy that is exploring this physical world. Nothing that exists is not God in manifestation. It is all God in manifestation. And so that means everything that exists is God's. It's God's thought come to life in a physical form. You are God's thoughts. And when you do meditation and you listen to God's thoughts, when you are inspired to do something you never thought of doing before, like me in my 80s writing a novel, can you believe writing a novel in my 80s? And yet it became a number one bestseller on Amazon. And I do encourage you to read them. The first book is called the Anita Lynn series and it's called uh, Bigotry. And then the second book is already published, and it's called Greed, and it's the second book of the Anita Lynn series, which is kind of a, um, a co-partner with me in, in that a lot of the book has my experience with Raphael. This young girl has an experience with her guardian angel she calls Alana. So that part of the book is from my own experience, but the rest of it is pure fiction and fun to read. That's why it became a number one bestseller. And if you do get the book from Amazon, please give me a rating because that helps keep it up there in the number one bestseller. And please do it for book two. I hope all of you get these books either on on the ebook which is only 2.99 and or the hard copy i always love a hard copy but please i'm giving you this because even though i don't charge anymore and i certainly don't get much money from these books it's like cents on the dollar it's not much at all but i give it to you because i know it will help you to understand your part in this world And it will help you to be more joyful. Because although it's a suspense novel, it still is a fun read. And so I encourage you to go out and get that book. Again, if you have an ebook, it doesn't have to be a Kindle book or anything like that. You can get it downloaded right on your, your laptop or your computer and you can read it. And so I do encourage you to read the all of the books that Raphael has offered. And one in particular is a fun book, and it's simply about five dollars, and it's from my webpage, and it's called um, it's called Thirty Days to Happiness. 
And if you follow that, which it says, each day of your life, you're going to find yourself being happier. So, again, to answer that question, how can we be in the light? You are already a light being and radiating light to those you send love to. That's light energy that you send to them. When you send them worry energy, you're sending them dark energy. So don't send that. Instead, sending them a package of light ideas, like imagine that you're sending them a bouquet of love flowers, or imagine that angels are hugging them, or imagine that if they have money problems, that they're dancing on the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. See the rainbow and imagine this and delight in this. And they will suddenly be inspired about what to do about their money problem because their energy will suddenly be lifted where they can hear or get an idea for how to to solve the problem. Okay, here's a question. What brought you to write? A simple inspiration from my angels and guides and from Raphael. I have learned over my many years to listen to the inspirations that come to me. And that's why I've done so many artistic things. That's why I've been able to create this home in Homosassa, Florida, because I didn't know it at the time, but Raphael wants me to create a meditation center. And so I was inspired to create a labyrinth, which is now in the backyard. I was inspired to create a sacred spiral for meditation, and it's now in my backyard. And I'm still working on a medicine wheel, a Native American medicine wheel. These are all inspirations that come from Raphael and my guardian angel. You have them all the time. It might be to go straighten a picture, because the energy doesn't feel good in your house when the picture is crooked. Or it might be to buy a flower to bring more beautiful energy into your house. Or it might be to call a friend who you know has been kind of down in the dumps and you want to lift them up. These are called inspirations and are actually ideas from God sent through the angels to interpret God's thought and send it to you. Now, here's the next question. How did you get your books published? Well, my first books, I went to a publisher and paid for them to be published. My second books, I've learned to go through the Kindle uh, Direct Publishing now, which it's called. It used to be Amazon Publishing. And I've learned how to create the document and to get it into the proper order. But there are people that can do that for you. And so writing a book, now I did help co-author a book for a woman because she didn't have the foggiest idea how to write a book. Now, you also have to remember that I studied writing. I went to many classes. I went to many conventions and learning how to write. I have books on writing that I have studied. This is not something that you can just pick up pen and paper and write unless you are like Neil Diamond Walsh who just wrote down Conversations with God. Well, he was able to channel what he thought was God. Now, I believe that he had an angel to interpret the God thought because God thoughts are way too powerful for us to be able to even put into our thinking cap. And so there are angels that will help to interpret those God thoughts and speak to us of God's words. So yes, that was a wonderful series of books called Conversations with God. 
And yes, that can happen. That's what happened with my first book called Letters from a Guardian Angel, also available on my webpage. That was thoughts from archangels that sent these letters that began with abundance and ended with wisdom, A to W. And it's a wonderful book. It's very inspirational and very uplifting. And it came through my computer by listening to the thoughts and the ideas that became words that poured through my mind onto the keyboard that eventually became letters from a guardian angel. So, okay. So you get your published, you get your books published by finding a publisher, or you can get your book published through Kindle Direct Publishing. That's another method. Or, as I said, you can write the book and just share it with friends. Now, next person says, if you only get cents on the dollar of book sales, was it worth it? Well, if I was doing it just for the money and fame and fortune, I would never have done it. But that was not my motivation. That came from God through the Archangel Raphael. I never even thought about the money I would make from it because I don't think that way anymore. And it, I certainly if I thought that way, I wouldn't be giving up $75 an hour for the readings that I do. If I thought that way, I would be charging over $100 an hour, which a lot of my psychic friends tell me I should be charging. But no, I have come to the point where in my 84th year, going on 85th year, I love giving away this wonderful knowledge to raise up the consciousness of this planet and to bring peace to the planet by having people being responsible for their actions, by having people see beyond the physical and know that there is much more, to having people realize they have a soul, that they want to explore this physical world and understand it. This is my purpose. My purpose is not to make money on this planet. My purpose is not to exploit others, but to help others. And Raphael has been such a blessing to help me do that. So, next question. Did you build the labyrinth? I certainly did. And how I did it is I have I've done it many times in the past. I've had it in any place I've lived. I've had a labyrinth or a sacred spiral because I know the value of meditation. And I've always had a problem with meditating because my mind is so active. I couldn't shut it down. And so by building the labyrinth, I first of all laid it out with, with clothesline rope. And <laughs> I left it overnight before it was done, and the squirrels totally messed it up, and I had to do it over again and put some kind of stakes in it to keep it where it was. Then I hired a man to come and put black edging, garden edging, around where the ropes were, and that created the labyrinth. It's beautiful. It works great. There, The pathways are about uh, two and a half feet, and so it's easy walking. And so... Um, Yes, and I love it. I walk it every day. You know, something else I found is that there's a great um, information on grounding, of getting your feet in the ground. And I can understand now why people want to go to the beach, because not only is it a pleasure and to have that beauty of the ocean or the lake or whatever it might be, it is grounding, which helps you to heal the inflammation in your body. It helps you get rid of inflammation. And 90% of illnesses are caused by inflammation. 
plus blocked energy from emotional negativity. This is something I also studied was called the emotional freedom technique. And you can look that up online, emotional freedom technique. And it shows how your negative emotions can block the meridians in your body that come from the basic uh, centers of your body that store energy. They're like the circuit breakers in your house. And if you are using that energy to... Uh, feed your emotional negative energy, you block the meridians or wiring from your circuit breakers in your physical house to the rest of your body, and that can cause illness. So when you learn to find those negative emotions and find out where they are impacted in your body, you can begin feeding light to it using your playful imagination, which long ago used to be called biofeedback, but now is literally how you can heal your body. Now, um, so, okay, so the next question is, so you don't think just anyone can write? I don't believe that. No, I'm sorry if I've given that impression. I believe that anyone can write. They might need help if they haven't had any writing experiences I had with a friend of mine who wanted to write a book and she absolutely had no idea how to write. So when she asked my help, I was about ready to tear my hair out when I read what she had written. And so I sat down with her and began to outline what it is she was trying to say. And she came up with a really neat outline. And then she had, uh, she eventually got help from another ghost writer. And there are lots of ghost writers out there who can help you if you have an idea for a book and have never written one before. And so her book eventually got published and made the number one bestseller list on Amazon. So yes, anybody can write, but you might have to get help. I do believe that you everybody has a book in them. And and it begins with writing in a journal. This is I've been writing in a journal since I was 12 years old and I got my first diary. It was a 5-year diary. And unfortunately for me, I write so much that I would was writing one year for the whole five-year diary. And I went on from there, handwriting lots of notebooks until I learned the computer and then everything went on the computer. And I do journaling, writing in my diary, if you will, um, every single day, several times a day. It's now become like I talk to God and I talk to my soul. And so at the beginning of each day, I begin with a prayer, and I write a prayer. And if you go to my uh, Facebook page, you will see that many of those prayers have become part of my Facebook page. And uh, so you'll have to, when you ask to be a friend, tell me you heard about me on the radio and I will make you a friend because there's a lot of people that want to be a friend and and I just don't want anybody to be a friend. So, okay, that was a lot of information, wasn't it? Now, here's a wonderful question from Tennessee. How can people shut down an active mind? Oh boy, I can tell you that's hard. And that's the reason why a long time ago when I began to study different forms of meditation, I looked at transcendental meditation, which is supposed to teach you to blank your mind. And then I went to get a briefing on the Silva method of mind control. And that was bingo for me. 
And so I studied the Silva method of mind control to the point that I wanted to teach it. But the problem with them is that they are so strict in teaching their form of information because they know how powerful it is in learning to control your mind. It's not to control somebody else's mind, but learning, as you just said, to shut down your active mind and to be able to receive inspiration and information beyond what your your conscious mind knows. That's what the Silva Method of Mind Control. Now, unfortunately, when I took it back in the 70s, it was a, a two-weekend affair, very intense. But now it's been watered down since uh, Jose Silva, who, who uh, wrote the program, since he passed away, it has uh, been taken over by many different people and each person puts in their own things. And many people who studied the Silva Method have gone on to become inspirational speakers. So it's a wonderful method of learning how to do deep meditation. And so I recommend it to all of you. I don't care what stage it's in now, but I do recommend it. It teaches you how to meditate without completely shutting your mind down. And in fact, if you would like to learn how to do a guided meditation, I also will do that for you if you make an appointment by emailing me at angelbettyray at gmail.com. And I can make an appointment with you to do a guided meditation, which will give you an idea of how to meditate. So that's part of what I do. I call it an open eye meditation because I use your active mind but show you how you get messages from your angels and guides through that active mind. And in so doing, you get lots of information that you would not otherwise have because you learn to go to a a state of mind that is like a dream state, only you stay awake. So here I am offering lots of information for you. All you have to do is contact me at angelbettyray at gmail.com. And I am more than happy to make an appointment to do what it is that you need to do. If you just need to hear a message from Raphael, Raphael is so anxious to be able to speak with you. And it's always uplifting. You needn't afraid that anything negative will be said or anything you've done will be bad or anything that is um, scary can happen. It's only good. And that's why I now am so swamped with readings is because people are finding that out and they're telling friends who are telling friends. And so, yes, it is happening. So it might be a while before I'll be able to give you a reading, but I'm sure to schedule it within a week or so. So do hesitate, or do not hesitate to call me about that. Now, Revel, my engineer, is saying I have four minutes left. Where does the time go? So you got a question. Now's the time to pop it out there. So again, we talked today about how you can learn to communicate with Raphael. And we talked about the dimensions of bond, uh, beyond the earth. When you die, you go to heaven that has seven places, seven dimensions, as Jesus spoke of when he said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Now, isn't it strange to think of a house having mansions within it? You think of the mansion as being bigger, and yet that's the way he phrased it. So, yes, there are seven dimensions in that heaven that you will explore depending on where you are in your soul's development of understanding. And I'm sure you're going to go to the higher dimensions because of what you're learning here with Raphael. 
And so continue to ask questions. Email me those questions if you just want an email. Or yes, you do want to find out an answer, but you don't want to. You're not quite sure about getting a reading, as it's called. Again, when I do a reading, I call upon Raphael in a prayer. I always begin with a prayer asking God's permission to get this information for you. You've already given me your permission when you call. And so I ask for God's permission. So the next question is, can we go to all of those dimensions at once or do we have to wait? Can we go to all of them, all of them, all of them? What are we talking about them at once? Can you clarify that quickly, please? All of them. At once, or do we have to wait? Please, Kentucky, clarify that for me. What do you mean by them? Yes, writing. Okay, good. The dimensions. No, you can't go to any of them without a guide, number one. And depending on where you are in your ability to understand, you will go to the dimension that is comfortable for you. Then, if you have a spirit guide, it can take you to another dimension. But you can't usually go by yourself. You have to have a spirit guide or an angel take you to the other dimensions. One minute left, and all I can say is to each of you, you are deeply loved and appreciated. And Raphael is so glad that you came and tuned in. And please, spread the word. Tell others to come and tune in or to start listening to Heart I Heart Radio because all of these radio programs that are on W4WN are now on iHeart Radio and you can listen again to all the things that Raphael has said over this past year. I am delighted to tell you that that is continuing. I will be working with this radio show for another year. And so you can always tune in. Do tell your friends to come visit and have your questions ready. And if you buy one of my books, you can have questions about the book. Read the novels and have questions about the novels because the novels are fun reading. And yet, Raphael speaks through the angel called Alana in that book. And you will see how that is beyond what the world would say. And that's Raphael speaking through me even as I write a novel. God bless each of you. And have a perfect day because you will lift your consciousness out of anger and frustration and into joy and peace and harmony and love for all that is. Come back again next week. And don't forget to contact me at angelbettyray at gmail.com. More than happy to talk with you. God bless you and bye for now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.